This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. album compilation edition covering soundtracks tribute albums best ofs box sets and more Alrighty, love that album listeners, this is Eric, back for another round of compilation edition goodness, or okayness, or whatever it winds up being. This time around, we're going to be talking about some more soundtracks, and this is going to be kind of an odd one, because I'm going to kind of talk about some things that maybe don't seem to go together, but in my mind they do. We're starting off here with the Barbarella soundtrack, which I'm playing in part because I recently found a copy of it on CD at a thrift shop and it's one of those albums I've been looking for forever listening to the title track and this is by the Bob Crew Generation that's what it's credited as Bob Crew was a uh, producer and writer who worked early on with uh, Bob Seger and Question Mark and the Mysterians and I believe was part of the Cameo Parkway uh, label uh, I think my brother still has the Cameo Parkway uh disc or box set or whatever that came out probably 10 years ago now i should borrow that and do an episode on that at any rate kind of uh euro influenced pop jazz psych stuff um when i say pop jazz i don't necessarily mean like big band or uh like miles davis i'm thinking more kind of not light swing kind of sinatra kind of vocal stuff and Despite there maybe not being some obvious electronic sounds on this, it kind of has that feeling that the early days of incorporating synthesizers or light pop orchestration with a techno feel to it. And by techno, I don't mean techno, dun dun dun, or whatever that Mud Honey song is. We'll talk about them later. I mean the use of electronics and technology in the creation of music and soundtracks that started in the 50s but really kind of ramped up in the the 60s, 70s, and the 80s and on into the 90s and the various forms that that took. But let's take a sample of some of the orchestration from Barbarella. 
in those orchestral pieces and the instrumental work. You can start to hear the use of strings, but also in horns, but also the use of fuzz tone and kind of more psychedelic sounds. It's kind of fun, it's kind of light, and it's definitely an oddity that's worth checking out. I don't know that a lot of people listen to a lot of this kind of music these days, but sometimes it's fun once in a while to go back. Moving along, let's talk about something from the 80s. Let's see if you can guess which soundtrack this is from. That is, in fact, Nick Cave with From Her to Eternity from the soundtrack to Vim Vender's Wings of Desire. This is a, another soundtrack from Europe for a film that is decidedly European and arty, but entirely watchable for those of you that haven't seen it. I really need to re-watch my copy sometime in the very near future. Within the DNA of Nick Cave at this point in time is definitely the 70s kraut rock movement which was much more based on electronics much more based on jazz much more based on experimenting with new ways of creating music uh, it's part of wanting to put the past behind them the embarrassed germans who were horrified by the acts and the culture of their parents were trying to create a new cinema a new music and a new world and Vendors, along with Werner Herzog, were involved with the Krautrock music scene, and there was a crossover with the musicians. There was also a crossover with British-Australian Commonwealth post-punk acts that were using the kind of urgency and the stripped-down music and instrumentation of Krautrock. So Nick Cave was kind of a perfect example of those meshing of ideals the most famous probably is going to be David Bowie and Iggy Pop in the Berlin period which I'm not going to really talk about here today that's something I'm still investigating if you go back to compilation episode number 9 you'll find that I devoted half of that to a Krautrock compilation moving on from the Nick Cave track let's check out a little bit of the instrumental tracks from this album Thank you. 
So we start off there with the traditional string instrumental of uh, Potsdam Platz by Jürgen Kampfer. I'm, as everybody knows, my Swedish is slightly okay, but my German is pretty horrible. So moving on, we got a little bit of uh, Tuxedo Moon playing here. So in the movie, there is actually band performances, and I believe Nick Cave actually performs in the film. And the band that really stood out to me when I saw Wings of Desire that I've always wanted to check out more of is a band called uh, Crime in the City Solution. So we're going to listen to a little bit of their track, and then we're going to move on to our next film and see what the 90s gave us in terms of some electronic-based music. This is the Cocktoo Twins with Summer Blank from the soundtrack to The Doom Generation, the Gregor Rocky film that brought Rose McGowan to prominence, at least in indie circles. It's not a film I've watched in the last I don't know how many years. I've considered going back to it. I don't know if it's going to hold up very well. 
Uh, I can say that I was not a huge fan of this type of music back in the 90s. This came out in, let's see if my rapidly aging eyes can find a copyright date here on the CD because, of course, I didn't plan correctly. At any rate, it's 1995. Wow, makes you feel old. At any rate, there was a conf... I don't want to say conflict. There's a confluence between these kind of sweet electronic soothing sounds and the harsh industrial sound of electronic rock music in the 1990s. This album features, and I'm not going to talk about the two other tracks I'm going to play samples of, uh, Cocktoo Twins, uh, Wolfgang Press, Meat Beat Manifesto, The Verve, Jesus Mary Chain, MC 900 Foot Jesus, Lush, Babyland, Medicine, the Picasso 5, Extra Fancy, and Slow Dive. So that's some Brit pop stuff for you. Not quite into the industrial stuff, which is weird because when I think about this film, I think about industrial music. Maybe because members of Skinny Puppy show up in the film? At any rate, this was an underground filmmaker making an independent, low-budget film that he wanted to make who was embracing the music that was part of what he was experiencing. Both the beautiful, lush sounds and the angry, harsh sounds. So what we heard there was Curve, followed by some Love and Rockets, 
the offshoot of Bauhaus. That juxtaposition of that harsh and that soft, something that is indicative of the music of the era, even if you think of something as guitar-based and punk rock as Nirvana, it's that harsh, soft dynamic that gets talked about a lot. And these bands took it in a different direction in some ways. The kind of angelic voice juxtaposed with the harsh, incessant, repetitive beats. All right, and this uh, Love and Rocket song is getting on my nerves. So we're going to move on to the next soundtrack, which is also from a film from Greg Araki, and we're just going to briefly touch on this. This is a soundtrack for a movie called Nowhere. This is when he was a little more established, a little more hip, got a little more indie credentials going on. Some of the bands on this soundtrack, which is from 1997, include 311, Radiohead, Elastica, who we're going to hear in a moment, Hole, Catherine Wheel, More Curve, James, Chuck D, The London Suede, Marilyn Manson. Obviously, a full roster of mid to late 90s alternative favorites. But let's listen to a little bit of Lush first. from Lush to Elastica, a band that a lot of people love that I just don't know that I don't I don't get it to be honest. I'm sorry. Uh, probably John Ross and Jeremy if you're listening. Sorry. At any rate, they had a song called In the City and it's not a cover of the jam. Okay, so we've talked a bit about soundtracks. I hope this was kind of coherent and interesting for people. I'm just going to mention that I've been finding a lot of these soundtracks, uh, thrift stores or library bag sales or that kind of thing where I just throw them in with everything else and get them for pennies on the dollar. Uh, One of the episodes I'm toying with doing is kind of a requiem for the compact disc. At any rate, I promised you guys Mud Honey. From the soundtrack to PCU, here's some Mud Honey. Talk to you all next time.